Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Welcome to a very subdued wow. episode of Barely Touched Him's Tipping But Not Tipping episode. I was because not expecting that tone. There's no games this weekend, boys. It's the finals bye, so we're taking things down <clears> a notch. We're going to go a little bit ASMR here. But we've got the mailbag as well. We've got the mailbag. I love uh, it. We can also go through the results of the tipping uh, and no surprises – uh, my cooked picks didn't really uh, Look, hit the took, mark as you much. You took some swings. I did. Uh, you got to take some swings, you know. So let's get the update from our man with the stats and the numbers. So I finished with 103. Yes. Poor. Very poor. Um, Benry, you finished with 113. Okay, look, mediocre. And Joel finished with 119. So Joel has won. He's won the tipping competition. Very good. He's got it. Very good. Speech. Speech. Uh, Speech. I'd like to thank Mum. Speech. (laughs) Got to thank Mum first and foremost. Uh Obviously, you two for being fucking woeful because if you look at it, 119 is not great. Yeah, we didn't do good. No, it's not we, great. We at didn't all. do good. Um, so thanks to you two for tipping what you did, and yeah, next year I'll go back to back. Yep. Back to, to be back fair, me and Ben took each other out a lot with the gaslighting. Yeah, we did. It was so uh, basically I just said Bradbury. Yeah, you you did do a Bradbury. <laughs> in my defence, listeners, <clears throat> I have been way better than these two in the AFL fantasy draft. Way, way yep. better, way yep. better. And unfortunately, went down to dear friend of the pond. Uh, so, the pod. so sorry, you're saying you didn't win it? Uh, I got runner up in the final against Travis Stribley, friend of the pod. So mm. he didn't win it. Uh, didn't the win strip. it. Where did you? Where did you? Where did you finish, Joel? Oh, look. Not great, didn't you? Not great. Did you win it? Did you win anything? No, except the tipping competition. Congratulations. I won the um, consolidation cup. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, mate. I did see. You won um, the Wizard Home Loans. I was looking at the chat this morning and I I did see that you made a point yesterday, Joel, of um, letting everybody know that you scored more points than them um, in the past few weeks, which. uh, After being eliminated already. Harry pointed out, made. No, it didn't matter at all because you weren't in it. <laughs> yeah, look, that is true. So next year we've got a th- we, we were in the group chat talking about our fantasy league because it's our first year doing it as this group. And how many ha- have we got in there? Uh, we've got it's eight teams. 18? It's eight teams in the group. We might expand, but I think we just keep it at eight because yep. I think Harry, our commissioner, Survivor Harry, very famous, and there's a lot of gifts on him on our Facebook. If you want to uh, look it up in the gift toolbar in Messenger, <laughs> very entertaining for us. Uh, He's our commish. We didn't have a punishment this year for last place. We will. We will. We will next We year. will be having a punishment for last place. And we were floating some ideas like have to spend 24 hours in a McDonald's, but you get one hour taken off for every cheeseburger you eat. I like that. Uh, some I've seen one where a guy gets uh, forced to go out to a nice fancy restaurant with a cardboard cutout of Taylor Swift as his date. I like that. We could change it up and maybe go an even funnier cardboard cutout celebrity. Kane Corns. No, I think it's got to be a woman. I think it's got to be a woman because uh, just for aesthetic purposes here, (laughs) I'm thinking like Caroline Wilson. You've got to go. You've got to go with a cardboard cutout of Caro. Or maybe Sandra Sully. Sandra, oh, a Sandra <laughs> Sully couple. That would be fucking mint. That's front runner. That's yeah. if you have any ideas, dear listener, <laughs> you can send them in to the mailbag and let us know if there's any celebrity cardboard cutouts. Tastefully, of course. Tastefully, we're not going to go like 
and Frank, or you know, or any children for that matter, it would be inappropriate. Uh, we're not going to go. <laughs> we're not going to go like uh, who's. Who's a female war criminal? Um, we're not going to go Hillary Clinton or anything like that. Although that, <laughs> that now that be, I mention it, that is funny. That is funny. That, that is, is funny. funny. Hillary Clinton's a new front runner. <laughs> Let's go to the mailbag, Joel. Mailbag is it barely touched him on Instagram. You can get in touch with us there. Alrighty. So Bushchuk Bandit has written in favorite footballer nickname. My top ones have got to be. Jai Nev Amos. Yeah, as in never miss for Jai yeah. Amos. I, I like, like it. I like horse. Horse for John Longmire because yeah. he's got a apparently, got a, allegedly, a, big, a massive a dick. Cock. That's great. <laughs> I had a guy, I, I'm, I'm actually going to give a Kulbinya shout out here. I have a guy that I played a bit of league footy with and Rezzy's footy with for a while. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, his name's Dan, and I think we both got to the club around the same time. And usually, if you're going to get a nickname, it's within the first few training sessions. Yes. It just falls into your lap. And this guy looks a little bit like the lead singer of Thirsty Merc. So his nickname. <laughs> that guy is a wanker, by the way. Nickname, I've never met him. I've allegedly. Met him. I've allegedly. Met him once. Corey's a, making some sweeping declarations. Dan's nickname is now always been Thirsty. Like, <laughs> he's thirsty on the footy well, field. Cast, and it was you, very fitting. If you cast your mind back to the beginning of the year and the end of last year. I was very excited about one Rhett Bazo. Yes. I was talking yes. to friend of the show, Eamon Larry. Yes. Um, about Rhett Bazo. Inaugural commissioner of the street roller hockey Correct. league. Correct. Yes. Personality extraordinaire. Yep. Um, he mentioned to me that he plays footy with a guy named Rhett and uh, they call him Wayne. Wh- why he, is that? And he described it, Wayne, uh, Rhett, Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't, I don't get it at all. I love um, it. I like it though. I, love I, it. I do like Wayne, it. Wayne, Gret, I love Gretzky, it when your Wayne nickname Gretzky. is just another bloke's first name, and it's not. It's not at all. I love there. it. What's your favourite footy nickname, Joel? Oh, look, I reckon I can't go past the G Train. G Train is very good. G Train's iconic. Um, uh, the flying doormat for Bruce Duell as well yeah. is, is always is always going to be a personal favourite. I played with a kid at junior footy. This would have been under twelves because I never made it past there, but um. <laughs> They called him the fridge, and this bloke was just a this boy, this he, child, exactly, yeah, child. <laughs> he he was about the size of that fucking fridge over yeah, there that nice. we're all looking at. Yeah, okay. He was just a yeah. If he was two foot taller, he would have been perfectly round. Was he an Islander boy, or was he uh, like just a nah, your Italian average, boy? Italian fridge, rare, rare to he see an Italian absolute meatball. Italian unit. You know, usually they're like five ten if they're jacked. Yeah, but, yeah, like, that's good. That's I don't good. know what he's doing now, but good representation for the Italians right. there. Next mailbag um, memes about Crom. Who is the least lucky AFL team? Oh, I mean, so the most unlucky, the most We'd unlucky. We'd have to go Adelaide uh, uh, right now. Currently, Crom, yes, with the recent controversy, I would. You, you've got to go St Kilda. You have to go St Kilda of all time, or yeah. of all time <laughs> for sure of all time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> how they've how they've not been folded into another team is beyond me. <laughs> Our Fitzroy went under and Saints did it <laughs> is is still a mystery to the football Very world. Rich benefactors. Well, there was all yes. the um, there's all the talk about you know in the past thirty years of. Um, 20 years of folding north yep. into Tasmania. What? They won a fucking grand final. Yeah, they, and they, they're not they, in debt. Saints are in $9 million worth of debt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely St Kilda. I, but I'm sure there's a statistical answer for most. If you were going to crunch the numbers on this, you'd have to find out 
who has been on the end of the most close losses in finals. And yeah. it might actually be Collingwood. It, it, well, it, it, I'd have guessed. So Colling, Collingwood has lost the most grand finals. 27. Yeah. And if they win the grand final this year, they'll equal the most grand finals, which is yeah. 27. And 16, sorry. it's. Oh, it, I thought it was 27. No, the most flags is 16. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's with Essendon and Carl- Carlton. Uh, Carlton. Carlton. But yeah, yeah. 27, uh, 27 is the most losses, and it's no, it's daylight until oh, yeah. number it's two. Such a, it's it's not such even a massive, close. and that's where the term Collywobbles comes from. Yes. Yeah. Because since there was a gap of 1958 to 1990 in which Collingwood did not win a flag but made like 20 grand finals. It was yeah. wild. Uh, next mailbag. Uh, paddling with Cam. So Ken Hinckley extension thoughts. Is it just another bloke who looks like – Is it's just another bloke that looks like Jonas that's no real brains? I, I, do, I don't understand the looks question. Looks like no, Jonas. Yeah, Let I've me got, read it out. Let I've me read it out. As in Tom okay. Jonas? That makes no sense. Paddling with Cam says, Ken Hinckley extension. Thoughts? It's that other bloke who looks like Jonas that's the real brains. No, he's talking oh, about Carr. another assistant car. I'm, I'm, th- I'm guessing it's Josh Carr. Yeah, Josh Carr. Uh, yeah. looks like Josh. Well, yes. Well, that, that, that has, is, that's that has, the leading theory. The is, leading theory is that Ken is not doing really as much as he could be yeah. tactically and that like the like our dear listener says that it is Josh Carr who apparently looks like Tom Jonas is calling the shots. Well, I mean, that, um, that is the way that it works at every team, though. The, the assistants I do think do to stuff. a lesser degree. Yeah. You really you really think that he's pulling the strings? No, 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 no. I think Josh Carr is pulling the strings. Yeah, but I don't think that's how it works at every team. Yeah, I think some coaches are well, more even hands look on. At the Saints and like Ross has said that his assistants do more than him. Yeah, I think it depends on the team. It depends on the coaching staff makeup. Uh, but yeah, I. I'm I'm okay with the extension. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm okay with it because when uh, Port lose five of their first six next year, oh, I'll, get to, I'll get to see the Port fans absolutely seethe. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna. <laughs> oh, Monty's already seething. <laughs> you can tell he doesn't admit it, but he's seething already. We know. We know. Uh, next one, Joel. All righty. So Sam Cummings, he says, "What's your podcast competitive advantage over other AFL themed podcasts?" Uh, if we were to fight them, I would win. Oh, no, Gallup's huge, man. Like, he's, he's I'll massive. take the little kick fella. Him, kick him in the knees. Uh, nah, yeah, look, <laughs> it's, it's very, uh, what's our competitive advantage? I would say... Um, dulcet look, tones. Dulcet tones. I think we have a bit of a larrikin quality that a lot of other podcasts don't have. Bit of an every, a, a bit of an everyman, you would and say. And also we're a bit of an everyman, yeah. I think that's it. I think we are a bit of an everyman <laughs> get up. Uh, we're, we're less silver spoon in the mouth. We don't have any connections per se. We're oh. forging them ourselves. That's, now, that's, a, that's them a direct. Oh, no, that's not me sledging anyone in particular. No, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not. <laughs> we're outsiders. We're outsiders, I think. And uh, We're you know, outsiders we're, and we're coming inside we're from all angles. We're literally in a garage. We're We are blue collar. We're in a garage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Van the Man, best footy song. Oh, I mean, fucking Holy Grail, but that's almost cheating. So I'll say best footy song apart from Holy Grail. Wait, is he talking about the the actual club song? Oh, club song? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to guess song about football. I'll tell you. Yeah, well, that's it. I'll tell you what the worst one is. I'll tell you what the worst one is, dear listeners. Dennis Cometti wrote a song once. Oh, what? Geez. He wrote a song and got a band to record it. And it's almost, I think there's been a campaign to erase this song <laughs> from the annals 
all angles, annals of history. And it's called... Let me, let me quickly Google this. You boys talk about your favourite football songs. One I'll, moment. I'll just go the the Pies song. If it was an actual song about football or football Look, adjacent... I think Gazaley is pretty good. The number one, yeah. Yeah, fuck. I'm I'm struggling to to even think Up of there, any of this. on Grand Final Day. So is this is a, this is an article from the West Australian from 2010. Is when he wrote this. Uh, is is when he wrote this song. That's late. What I a, would expect it to be earlier. What now. a great year for football, um, 2010. Yeah, I, I can't yourself. imagine why. Move Over Holy Grail and Up There Kazali, a song co-written by Perth sports broadcaster Dennis Cometti will be performed at this year's AFL Grand Final. What? Little known American band McKenna Never will perform Last Ones Standing is what the song is called. Now, why, why did they get an American band in for this? Because There's no Australian band wanted okay, to do it. Okay, and it says listen to Den's song, and I'm trying to find it here, but I don't think they have a link to it. So I'll, maybe I'll fi- we'll I will get, find, that find for it next for week. next episode. Yep. It is horrifically cringe. <laughs> it is so bad. And Dennis Cometti is one of my fucking idols. Yeah, I he's wish, great. I wish I was him, but... Just horrendous. Should have pulled the pin on this immediately. <laughs> Can't believe it got past a focus group. Just awful. Wet fart. Moving on. Next, we'll next try week. and play it at the like, end of next week's podcast. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, no, no. We should listen to it live with each other because I want to hear your boys' reactions on the pod. Next one. I have it. Favourite commentary call of all time. So many. Oh, um, in any sport. Too, it'd be Hutto for sure for Hutto, me. Hutto, Nick Davis. Uh, is, yeah, it, that's it comes a good one. to mind. But for any sport... Um, I think it's got to be Martin Tyler uh, or Peter Drury in football. I like those two guys. Martin Tyler commentating Sergio Aguero winning Man City's first Premier League title. It's uh, Balotelli Aguero. I like that one, yeah. As he kicks the goal. And also uh, Peter Drury has so many moments. I think he's the best commentator like in the world currently in any sport. Um, there's too many to count for Peter Drury. I mean, speaking of Dennis, he's got some. He snuck up on him like a librarian. Yeah, That's Dennis, quite good. Dennis has got so many. I mean, um, Bruce calling Kathy Freeman's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Bruce I mean, has and got even, a lot. And um, even just the other day I was looking, I was watching the Kathy Freeman at the 2000 Olympics and I got the American commentary and it was a, a lady that was calling it and it's quite good. Yeah, it's nice. quite a good call. Okay. Another one I really love for comedy purposes, I think the funniest commentator ever is 100% Rex Hunt on 3AW. Rex Hunt, if you haven't... When he's he's trying to fight the guys that were smoking dark. Smoking Smoking that fat crap the ball of the forward line and he's trying to commentate the game as he's ready to square up. He he goes to leave the box to fight them and the other commentators are like, come on, Rex, Rex, sit down. They're physically grabbing him. He also has the... the, the He has so many catchphrases that are just so fucking good. The fat lady singing is a great one where like if yeah, the game great. is over he will be the fat lady and he'll go oh and he'll like, do this thing in the Man. in the 2007 grand final where um port were just spanked by geelong yeah in the second quarter they're like going like it's they're about to kick a goal to make it like 76 points up or whatever and he's going the fat lady just might as well walk in the door and they're all going oh, he's going to he's going to call it he's going to do the fat lady in the second quarter and it's dead silent and i think fucking like Mackie or like Mooney or someone kicks a goal and they kick the goal crowd goes wild and they just go bring her in rex and he just he leans off the mic and just goes <laughs> and does this note that goes for Man, 30 seconds. If, if you want to see something truly unhinged, um, it cops a lot of flack as it rightly should. 
um, Sam Newman's podcast. You cannot be it serious. Is, yeah, we, we every, this came up when I went on Garlip's pod. Yeah, we they listen, love it. We they listen love to it. a bit of it. Every yeah. every once in a while, they get Rex Hunt in, like once or twice a year. God, and sometimes I just call him up on the phone. <laughs> and he is unhinged, man. Of course he is. He's crazy. Like Sam He's Newman, crazy. Sam that was Newman before will, he was old. He'll, yeah, yeah. he'll call him up just to ask him uh, one question, like a simple <laughs> question, and it goes for like 15 minutes and he's continually trying to get Rex like back on topic. That is the first time I've ever wanted to listen to the, this podcast shit, is Rex Hunt calling the, the in. The tangents that Rex goes off on yep. for absolutely no reason, like, whoa, That's this, man, wild. this man is truly... <laughs> he's been unhinged for years and now obviously... He's old as fuck. And so Sam, Sam Newman does that like does that shtick where he pretends that he's like wants to get it back. Like now Rex, yeah, now Rex, yeah. come on, now come on, yeah, Rex. and it would just be the devil's and advocate. It's just letting him I go. I must say that's I, I despise <laughs> listening to Sam Newman. That sounds like great gear. That it sounds is, like a fantastic. It, it bit. is phenomenal. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll find the I'll find the episodes that he's on and send them to. Yep, nice. Great. Next mailbag. Uh, so Crocker. Braden Crocker. Yes, we love Braden Crocker and all of our repeat listeners. We the love you very star. much. Yes. So yes. he writes in, are we going to be continuing this in the off-season of the podcast? No, I think the plan is for us to take a break, take for the, a break. from the weekly stuff. We might reconvene occasionally yeah. to do a do, a, do an episode. Definitely, definitely come back for the Olympics, which is before yes. the footy season. Yeah. I think we'll do, like, do a draft special possibly. We'll yes. try and tee up some players. So the, the weekly format will be taking a backseat because I think we, we, we need a break. Like we have been yep. going we've been going mm-hmm. weekly plus we've got a back catalogue like go through we've that. got a back catalogue um we've got we won't have no content but it will just yeah, put might, a lid on might, it for, for might it, yeah. uh, <clears throat> might uh, after the uni semester finishes we might have some uh, other content available that isn't the podcast but podcast adjacent podcast adjacent perhaps a golf tournament perhaps a uh, some, <laughs> some some other things uh yes next question Joel. all righty so braden's or Brandon has written in, boys, the world you live in is now crossed with the last movie and last video game you played. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So his is Doom crossed with Barbie. Oh, That's fucking interesting. mad. That's what cool. Is, Mine's bleak. Mine, it, what was the last? You go yours. I've got to remember the last movie uh, I Last watched. night I watched uh, the original um, 1995 Ghost in the Shell, which is oh, a geez. dystopian um, technological nightmare. Yes. And the last game I played was Armored Core 6, okay, which is a uh, futuristic right. technological nightmare. <laughs> very, very, very bleak. The last – I actually know what last movie – this is good. The the last game I played was Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, oh, that will be, be good. I'll be playing that when I get home as well. And the last movie, me and Nadia watched this the other night, uh, was Puss in Boots 2, The Last oh, Wish. Oh, Jesus. Um, actually very funny film. So now, now I've, uh, I've got crossover of Puss in Boots, I guess, as a Baldur's Gate character. Good. And you can have sex with the cat. You can have sex with the cat. Uh, you can have, uh, sex with all of the fairy tale creatures. If you're not familiar, dear listener, Baldur's Gate 3 is a computer game where you are able to have sex with everybody. 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 And some of them try to have sex with you. Yeah, it's they're almost just throwing it at you. It's almost too easy. All you need to 
do is someone, an NPC, a character in the game will come up and the dialogue's very heavy. There's a lot of cutscenes and you choose what you say. It's one of those I can't relate to that Dungeons, life, and, eh? Dungeons and Dragons inspired games. And literally someone will just give you a compliment or ask you, do you think I'm performing well on this quest? And you'll be like, yeah, no, you're doing a good job. You bang. <laughs> They're like, oh, this, but you must want to have sex with oh, me. Oh, you want to go for a roll. Yeah, yeah you want to go for a tumble, do you? <laughs> uh, what's yours, Joel? What's the last video game you played in the last movie you watched? So I was playing Crash Bandicoot the other day. Which one? Classic. Oh, the like the trilogy, the three. <gasps> yes, oh, yeah. very on good. The, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The new one they released. Yep. So I was playing that. The last movie I watched was That's My Boy, the Adam Sandler one. Oh, oh Jesus. With Andy, Jesus. With Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah. That's a shocker. So <laughs> I thought my one was slightly embarrassing of Puss in Boots, but right. you've gone with one Adam, of the worst Adam, Adam Sandler Adam films. I love that movie. Adam Sandler makes some funny stuff, but as an actor, very bad. The the chemistry. Uncut Gemsy was good in. Yes. Uncut Gemsy was very the, good. But the, but the sell on Andy Sandberg and Adam Sandler being father and son in that movie is Terrible. I've never, I've never seen it. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen it. You should. I don't yeah. think I will, Joel. Yes, you're but not I, missing I, look, much. Look, even though I am a big Andy Samberg fan and a big Adam Sandler fan, <laughs> it's, it's I think else. I'm going to let that one go through the, the keeper. Not uh, the greatest work. <laughs> <laughs> next, next, next. <laughs> Alrighty, from Ben Cutter. So, if you were to fight Damien Barrett in MMA, would you rather knock him out in one round or give him a brutal beatdown and take his soul over five? Oh, I wouldn't give him a brutal beatdown. I would be dancing around, like just jabbing him, just yeah. fucking doing these ones, yeah, and then just like staying on the so outside. So five rounds, you're saying? Five rounds, yeah. draw it out, but then knock him out in the last yeah, draw, round. Yeah, draw it and out, just then knock him out. sledge him completely, dance yeah. around, show my flick superior, his, flick his glasses off, flick his glasses off, show my superior oh, cardio, you glasses, and then, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and work the body, chuck in a few leg kicks. Yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. What are you boys? What are you picking? I'd go five. Yeah, you yeah, take go him, the five. Go the, go Let the him distance. feel it. Go the distance. And then last <laughs> round, Francis and Garnu. Just yeah. completely. Every, every shot that I hit him with, I'd reference a shit take that he's, <laughs> that he's come out with. If I punch <laughs> Damien Barrett, <laughs> then yeah. he if, falls over. If I turn your inside left leg into a hamburger meat, <laughs> then you will be struggling to stand up. <laughs> yes. Uh, good question. Next, uh, we got any more in the mailbag yeah, there? Yeah, got a few more. So yeah, Craig like it. Thompson. Or Thomas. Yes. Um, when announcing the barely touched him boy of the year winner, so he says, congrats, Sam Flanders. Correct. Oh, uh, yes. Um, can Corey please play the great song by Denise Williams, Let Hear It For The Boy? Yes. Let's hear it yes. for the boy. Let's yeah, hear 100%. it for the boy. There will be a bit of a musical bed to accompany that. Yes. Uh, official good, good announcement. Choice. There's so many good options for songs with the word boy in them. Yeah. Um, Our various awards will be next week. Yes. Yes. We could. Yeah, we could We could have a few awards. Yep. We could maybe workshop this this week. Yeah. Yep. If we were to think <laughs> of it now, what's an award you guys would like to have us decide? Um, best podcaster. Be- yes. Um, <laughs> well, I've been carrying the fucking team all year. So I think maybe like a oh, best running halfback flanker that isn't Nick Dacos. Love that. <laughs> so, uh, maybe Love that. A, uh, maybe <laughs> a best sub. 
a bit like you know, oh, best uh, sub performance, like, you know, maybe best assistant coach, shit like that. Yeah, I love know, that. Little, little random ones. Send it in. Meme of the year. You know, like or meme of the year. Meme yeah, of like the year. Like uh, yeah, the controversy of the year could be good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Ne- next question. Uh, from Harry, our boy Harry. Yes. So, all Australian question: Build a premiership team around seven players, two defenders, three mids, one ruck, two forwards. Two defenders, three mids, one ruck, two forwards. Okay, so I think we'd do this next week with Monty. No, no, we can do it now. We can do I it now. Take we can do it now. My defenders: Darcy Moore and James Sicily. Yep, okay. And I need four midfielders. My two defenders, Stephen May. Yep. And I I would pick Darcy Moore, but I want to be different to you. Okay. So I'm I'm just this is just for, <laughs> for argument's purpose. I'm going to go a small defender in Isaac Quainor. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Uh for defenders I would go Sicily and Nick Dacos as a yep. runoff halfback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say Dacos is more of a mid now, but you can play him off of halfback. Yep. You, you can. I'd take, I'd take Nicky as a mid yep. with Libba and Jordan Dugowie. I would take Raul. Yeah, good. I would take Sarong. Yeah, Sarong. Very and good. I would take, oh, one more midfield, one more, Butters. Those, yeah, are, my Butters th- those are my three mids. Joel? Yeah, I would take Errol Goulden. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! You got you got yeah, gold. The uh, gold. Yeah, and Viney. Very good, very very good. One ruck. I'll take Luke Jackson. I will take. This is a bit of a this is a bit of a hot take here, perhaps. I would take Riley O'Brien currently. Oh, I think bad. you can build a good team around Riley yeah, O'Brien. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would accept that. Look, I'm taking <coughs> Marshall. Yeah, no, no, fair call. And th- two forwards or three forwards? Two, two, two forwards. forwards. Um. More. I'll take Oscar Allen and Willie Rioli. I'll take if we're building a premiership team, I'm gonna go one established forward and one emerging forward. So I'm going to go Jamara Yugo Hagen. That's good. And Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, very good. Yep. Look, I'm going Larky. Yes. And Kerno. Yeah, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Good teams all and round. Who, who's your coach? Oh, um Craig McRae. Has uh, to, it has to be Craig. Yeah, I would I would take McRae for sure. If you're building a list up, getting him <laughs> G'd up to make a premiership tilt, Craig McRae no, for sure. Sam Mitchell. Yeah, I yeah, don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, next question, if there's any. Are we, yeah. we got any we've there got a fair few this week. One more. So we have... Come do on, Do the Joel. Saints lose? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how, how like, many different spots these questions are? Plus, I'm... Look, sick as a dog. Um, ben Cutter, 23. Do the Saints lose by eight or ten goals next week? <laughs> I think ten. If you, you've got a gun to my head, 11. But I, I... No, I do think it'll be a good game. I do think it'll be a good game. I think... We'll get into it when we get into the uh, the tips next week because we're not doing the finals tips this week. There are no finals. But I am not decided on who I'm going to tip in any of these games. No, it's nor fu- It's fucking wide open. Apart from Brisbane at the Gabba. Yeah. Like, I, take I think, that to I the bank. I think that's a lock, yeah. I have got no idea for the rest of them. Yeah. Even Sydney Carlton, I'm like, I, I, I can't trust Carlton. No. I yeah. can't trust him in a final. I don't know. So I think that's the end of our, uh, the end of our mailbag it this is. week, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Gentlemen, thank you to all the listeners who wrote in. Doesn't need to be the mailbag Instagram story post. You can send us uh, mail on Barely Touched Him's Instagram anytime you want. Just write a letter and we'll send, it, send it, it out to my the house. Pod. Doesn't even need to be a question. Just give us like a – if you want to write an essay, if it's good enough, and I will decide this, if it's good enough, we might read it out. You know, never know. Anyway, 
Have a lovely week, everybody, and all the best with the finals bye week.